When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Monday, October 2nd, and the Ravens are coming off a big win on Sunday over the Cleveland Browns. The Ravens won that game 28-3, really dominated in all phases of that game to improve to 3-1 on the season and first place in the AFC North. Today, head coach John Harbaugh talked with the media about that game and also what's ahead for this team. Okay, good to see everybody. Appreciate everybody being here. Uh, very happy with the outcome of the game. Certainly, uh, having studied the tape, spoken with the coaches and a lot of the players, uh, we, we played a really good game uh, on the road in the division against a team that is uh, playing well and is going to have a heck of a season. Uh, in their stadium, their crowd, very loud, just one of those environments. You know, it was really a, uh, an AFC North kind of a showdown game early in the season and our guys responded very well they answered the bell i thought it was complimentary football all three phases played well together uh, played off of each other as the course of the game went on and did everything necessary in order to win the game so happy with that yet we look at it and even the guys are talking about it this morning in the weight room and stuff and so many things we can get better at and improve at and that's what we're going to have to do to go into pittsburgh and, uh, and uh, play our best football and win the game. We'll have to play a better game than we did last week. So what questions do you have? John, it looked like, uh, again, <clears throat> Lamar had a very high percentage passing rate, another efficient day. Uh, how much do you think it helps? It seems like one of the changes this year for the offense is getting out of the huddle sooner, getting up the line, maybe like 15, 14 seconds left. How much do you think that has helped him maybe just look over the defense and that has kind of led into, you know, more, more completions. Well, I think having completions like that against this defense is a heck of a thing, you know, because they're not a defense that's going to give up a high completion percentage generally at all. They're more of a defense that you've got to try to make the completions count against, which, which, which Lamar also did along with the, the receivers. I mean, Mark and Zay and the different plays that were made were, were some chunk plays out there that you really have to get against the style of defense and the talent that the Browns have and the way that Coach Schwartz does it, which is great. Um, our guys made plays, man, and that's what really counts. Uh, all the other stuff, the operation stuff that you're talking about, very important, very important. We're trying hard to do a good job of that and uh, uh, shave as much time as we can through every part of the process and yet get everything communicated really well. So uh, I think our guys are doing a good job of that, and we continue to try to keep improving that and be the best we can at it. John, one of the things that people have said about Lamar, or questions I should say, is about his accuracy at times. And when you look, it's only four games in, but when you look and see, he does have a 
74 completion percentage. What do you say? <laughs> I'll say what I've always said. You know, Mars an accurate quarterback. I mean, he always has been to my eyes. And I, I'll, just, I'll just take the one throw to Mark for the touchdown in the corner of the end zone. I mean, that's as good a throw as you're ever going to see in a football game from a quarterback. So, uh, yeah, his, his completion percentage speaks for itself. It speaks to all the guys, receivers, offensive line, everybody. But we've always believed, uh, you know, we've always believed in his ability to throw the ball for sure. And uh, I, I do think that he's uh, very determined to be the best he can be. You guys have been really good in the red zone, and obviously a lot goes into that. But what are some of the factors that you're seeing when you watch the tape that made you so efficient in the red zone? Well, we're executing really well down there. You know, I think our coaches do a really good job of scheming it. Craig Verstegg is a big part of that. Todd, all the coaches uh, do a great job uh, of scheming. And then, you know, it comes down to guys, again, making plays. I mean, the players deserve the credit. And uh, Lamar is a very good red zone quarterback. Goes back to the completions that you're talking about, the accuracy part of it, but also the fact that he can extend the play. He can also make the running game. Uh, there's not as much space down there. So when you can spread the defense out a little more with the running game, which Lamar helps you do with his skill set, all those things are part of it. But, you know, I mean, we've done well, and uh, we've got to keep getting better. Red zone defenses are going are to look at what we're doing, and they're going to make it their business to try to stop us. And we've got to keep it moving and keep, ahead of the, keep, one, keep one step ahead of the competition. John, what did you like about Manoa yesterday and how quickly he picked things up and how he was able to play? He played, yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing what he did, really, Jeff. I mean, he came in there, he showed up, you know, what, Tuesday on the red eye, and it was out there taking a bunch of snaps on Sunday in a, in a huge AFC North game, and that uh, just shows you what kind of a player he is. It, it's a credit to what kind of shape he was in. Also, his, his, his just an understanding of the game to pick it up like he did so quickly. So, just very happy uh, that he was able to do that. I know he's, he's, he's fired up about it, too, so uh, we'll just keep going forward from there. John, how's Morgan Moses? You had mentioned he was going to get an MRI. And, uh, in his place, how do you think follow Haley held up? Yeah, I think Daniel did pretty well. You know, Daniel um, talked to him on the plane last night. He's pretty, pretty not happy with two plays, you know, which, uh, which is kind of appreciate that, you know, as a coach. You want to see the guys not happy with the plays that they can do better. And yet you go back and you watch the tape, and I thought he played, played well, you know. So he keep chasing the perfection. The more he plays, the better he's going to get. But I thought he did a nice job. And uh, to, to the injuries, there really, there really is nothing right now that looks like it's going to be a long, long-term type thing coming out of the game. Uh, some of those MRIs are still getting evaluated, as is Morgan's. Um, so we'll know more Wednesday, probably, in terms of uh, what guys are able to do at practice. But uh, nothing that's going to impact us for the whole length of the season, it doesn't look like right now. Last week, you said, well, we'll consider that next week. And so here we are next week. Do you anticipate Tyus Bowser keep Mitchell being available as soon as now when they're eligible? Uh, they have a chance to be. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they look. Uh, if, if they, you know, if uh, Eric decides to put him on the practice field and, uh, you know, based on his conversations with the trainers, uh, they're in the realm, I think, of possibly practicing. And if that turns out to be the case, we'll, we'll have a good feel for that as we watch him practice. John, going back to um, Lamar for a second, <clears throat> two different questions. One, on Lamar, there haven't been, um, you know, a ton of throws downfield. A lot of stuff is, is underneath. Um, how much is that a product of? Design with the defense is showing you what um, you know. We've had some missing pieces and so forth. Um, I think it's all of the above. I don't think it's missing pieces. You know, I, I think. The guys who out. Yeah, right, right. I, I knew. Yeah, no, it's not because guys are out in terms of whether we've thrown short or deep or whatever. I think we're running the same routes we would have anyway. Um, 
those guys that are out run all the routes, I guess is what I'm saying. But uh, it, it's probably, you know, just it's, it's a function of uh, the offense and where we want to go with it and what the defense has given us. So both of those two things, you know, it's we want to throw the ball downfield. We've had some success doing it. Uh, it's really a big part of what we want to do. I mean, if we can, if we can beat people downfield, double moves, straight up deep routes, play action, you know, shots, those are, those are massive, massive plays that showed up in the game. Even, even, even extended plays like you saw when Lamar scrambled out to the right, hit Zay coming across the field. I mean, that's, that's part of your deep passing game. Um, but we also want to get the ball out quick, which we didn't have as many of those this game, you know. Quick passes, RPOs, those are things that keep a defense honest when they want to pack in on your run game too. So um, I have to say it's all part of it, and I think we'll just kind of see as it goes game to game. Every week is different. It really is not a function of any grand plan other than we want to be able to do all those things well. And then he addressed this a little bit too afterwards, but of course the two fumbles yesterday also had three sacks. Sometimes sacks are going to happen. Um, but but the, the ball security issue, you know, he's had that every game this season. What do you think is the issue? Well, I mean, I think Lamar's all, all over it. You know, it's, he's, he's talking about it. You know, and that's something that he's very determined to do. I, the issues are each, each one of those issues is, is, is a different issue. Uh, so they really, they're, they're not connected in the sense of, you can say there's one theme to what's causing fumbles, but the fact that they're fumbles is a theme, you know, and, um, and they're not good. You know, we just can't put the ball on the ground. It's not something that we want to do. It's something we're very hard, very, very hard not to do. It's like a main priority for us. It has to be. Um, but Lamar's talking about that. The backs are talking about that. The wide receivers are talking about that. The defense is talking about putting the ball on the ground. Uh, you know, in terms of our offense, I mean, practice and, and challenging to do that to help us be better with that, but also us getting better as a defense causing fumbles. So that, that's a big part of the game, and everybody knows it. Brent Stevens got his first uh, career pick yesterday. He just played well over the first four games. What's impressed you about the way he stepped into the starting lineup and played at a high level? Yeah, he has. He, Brandon, he's played at a high level. You know, he's kind of established himself that way and uh, doing great. And he's gotten better every week. I think, I think he's getting even better and better every week at the top of the route. You know, uh, Chris Hewitt's done a great job of working with him on that and, uh, and playing the ball at the top of the route and getting balls off receivers. To see him get the pick was big, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job. John, I know we ask you about him every three months, but. When Marlon comes back, do you expect Brandon to stay at corner? Yeah, I think we'll see. Oh, corner, yeah, I expect him to stay at corner. I think it's nice to have the flexibility, but uh, he's doing such a great job there. Yeah, we'll keep him there. John, with, with Marlon, did something happen that caused him to not be able to come back when you guys originally thought? Who's that? With Marlon? Uh, we didn't give you a timetable on that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's within the range. I mean, you just, you just, there is no like golden. Like I've tried to say many times, you can't say a date, you know, it's, He's in the range, you know, so um, I'm, I'm hopeful he'll get back this week. I was hopeful he'd get back last week, and if it's not this week, it may probably be next week. He's in the range right now, right in this area right now, so we'll see what happens, you know. John, can you talk about Jordan Stout? He had a pretty big day yesterday, and just his development since you guys drafted him last year. What was the last part of it? Uh, just just overall his development since drafting him last year as so. well. Yeah, uh, right. Jordan, uh, his developments in drafting him last year, I think, has been immense. You know, in all in all honesty, uh, he's done a great job. He's a really hard worker. He's got Sam Cook out there with him every day, tucks on him every day. Randy coaches him every day. Uh, Chris does a great job too. But Jordan's his own biggest critic for sure. Very tough on himself, and yet got a, a bounds in confidence, <laughs> which is kind of a nice combination. You know, if you if you have a growth mindset, right? So he's, uh, he's done it, and uh, 
it showed up in the game. He's got, I think, one punt he probably wants back. You know, so that's the one. He came bebopping in, but he talked about that punt. But yet he felt pretty good about himself. So I think he's on track. And, um, you know, you go into Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, field position is going to be a big part of that game. So he's going to be very important for us. John mentioned the, the impact of Kyle and Noy. Um, similarly, the impact of Jadavion Clowney since he's gotten here. You, know, you guys have a history of, of adding these, these veteran guys sort of late in the summer, early season sort of thing. Um, what is the, the, the value in that, and, and particularly when you don't have a, a, a guy who's a you know, 10, 12, 14, Zach? You know, it's a great question. I, we have had a lot, of, a lot of success with that. You know, and you look back on it, and it wasn't something that we really planned. You know, it just was born of necessity. And uh, got to give um, Eric and Vince and George and, and, and the guys a lot of credit for that. But guys have wanted to come here, you know. Um, guys like JD, you know, wanted to come here. Kyle wanted to come here. You go back last year, you know, Jason wanted to come here. Justin wanted to come here. And, and those guys are still guys that can play. I mean, these guys are high, highly talented guys, high draft picks that still have a lot left in the tank. And so I think that's really the function of it. They, they still want to play. They're still motivated to play. They wanted to be here. They, 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 believe, they believe in kind of the defense. They fit in really well with the guys. And they've had success, you know. And, and those two guys played really great in the game. I thought they both played excellent. I mean, uh, Jadavion is just really, he's bringing it, man. He's bringing it. And you see him getting better every single week. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited and happy for him and excited and happy for us. Look at this. When you look at the big picture of the division, um, and the other teams, well, all the other teams, I think, struggled yesterday, didn't score a lot of points. They struggled in recent weeks. I mean, do you, does that become part of your messaging to the team at all in terms of we have a real opportunity now maybe to, to build a lead? No, the message is it's a week to week league, you know, and what you think you see last week doesn't really mean anything for this week. And I think when you look at the games, Child, you'd have to agree with that, right? I mean, look at last week compared to the week before. So to draw any real conclusions right now, other than, you know, records, the records are what they are right now. But there's only four weeks in, there's only four chapters been written. And we've got to write chapter five. That's all we have to think about right now, is writing chapter five for us. And every, whatever anybody else does, doesn't do, is really not, no concern of ours. We just have to focus on chapter five, which is, which is a division game in Pittsburgh, playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. We understand what they're about, what they stand for, what kind of football team they are. And, uh, and uh, we know what it takes, you know, to go play that team. And we respect them. And we're going to have to be at our best. So all we got to be thinking about is going in there and being our best. That's all we have to think about. John, you mentioned that you don't think there are any long-term injury concerns. Uh, I don't know. If, was David Jago part of that group? No, he's, he's still being evaluated. He's got this, there's some decisions that have to be made that he has to make um, in terms of uh, how he wants to approach uh, the, the, the injury issues that he has. It just kind of, I think that's still private on his concern. So I would just say that is up in the air, that one, yeah. I'm talking about, I've met from the game uh, yesterday. Correct, correct. John, did Justice still get through the game okay? And I, I know he didn't play a whole lot, but how did you like the spark that he gave you in the second quarter with you know, some chunk plays? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, just Justice, you know, it was a shame he got the screen call back, you know, what a, what a great play that was. But he came in, showed, showed a burst. You know, I think for him getting out there, it speaks a lot to his kind of courage and character, you know. And, and we did pull him back at the end, you know, just to kind of, 
you know, be careful with him. But uh, it was great to see. He's, he's just played great. I mean, I, just nothing but love for Justice Hill. He's doing a great job. What did you see from Arthur Mallette on tape? Looked like he had a good game. And then once Marlon does return to the field, do you feel like you, know, you have a lot of really good cornerbacks and, and, and safeties? Do you feel like it gives you a lot of versatility to kind of mix and match guys? I think that's exactly right, Ryan. I mean, Arthur played very well. And, and, and you think when you talk to Arthur, you'll ask him, and he'll just tell you about the four plays, five plays that he didn't do well on or didn't think he did well on. He is a, he is a perfectionist, you know, and again, you appreciate that. But um, he played hard. He made tackles. He covered people. He was on special teams. You know, we kind of were running out of guys, you know, and then the guys were going out there and playing. playing. They, were, they were pulling extra shifts out there for sure. And he was one of the guys doing that. So just really happy with how he played. And again, he's only going to get better and more comfortable in the system as he goes. And as we get guys back, um, yes, it will give us even more flexibility and more depth. John, when you see guys like Van Noy this year and even last year with JPP, you guys signed him. He has a heavy workload that week. Is there something to be said about the fact that a lot of these guys are jumping into this defense and are able to pick up at least enough to go play a game, you know, just that, that pretty quickly. Roquan picked it up pretty fast as well. You know, it says a lot. I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I think it's, it's a, it, it does say a lot. You know, it says a lot for the guys that do it, and it says a lot for the coaches that teach it going into the week, and it says a lot for the system that's been built. You know, so uh, those guys have done a great job with that. We have, you know, that's kind of, you look back, that's kind of a track record right now. So, yeah, we're real happy with that. Well, yeah, I mean, you always want to know, you know, as best you can, who the quarterback's going to be. We didn't know who it was going to be this week for sure. We looked at both quarterbacks, but you still prepare for the offense. And uh, Pittsburgh's offense is going to be similar uh, with Mitch Trubisky out there, if he's a guy out there. Um, we played against Mitch before. Obviously, he's, he's a heck of a player, um, and uh, he can make all the plays and all the throws that, uh, that, that, uh, that their offense requires. So, yeah, a very dangerous player, and uh, we'll have our hands full, and we'll be ready. John, it looks like we, you know, we were talking about Roquan a lot yesterday, but it seems like he's an intense hitter. And is that something that you kind of knew when you – we're signing him, bring him along, or is that something that you can pick up? You being on the sideline is a little different uh, watching him play. Well, yeah, we knew it. I mean, you know, that's that's part of the evaluation. I mean, Roquan is is that kind of player, you know, and we we did play against him, you know, so we had a first uh, hand view from the sideline of, of his hitting ability. To your point, and uh, that that's kind of a big part of defense, you know. That's what football kind of is in a lot of ways, and. I think he, uh, he sets a tone for sure. We talked about that. Love the way Roquan played. Love the way he leads. Love the way he communicates. And another guy chases perfection every day. Never, never satisfied. Never happy with where he's at. Just wants to keep getting better. And um, yeah, that's, uh, he's, he's definitely a physical player, though, to your point. No, never. <laughs> I'll never, never be, never. <laughs> no. They around me in the locker room about it this after the game right there again. I was fine. I got it. I got it. That was head coach Sean Harbaugh, and you're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. If you want more of a full breakdown on Sunday's game, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. Ryan Mink and I do a full breakdown of everything that we saw in that game, so go ahead and check that out. Also, make sure you leave a rating and a review, and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already.
Now the Ravens will be back in action later this week. Stay tuned for more from the Press Pass podcast coming up on Wednesday when the Ravens hit the practice field to begin their preparations for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.